Welcome to the Embrace Your Life podcast, the place to be to live authentically and simply embracing your life with your host, Kayla LQ. Born and raised in Israel, our next guest moved to Portland, Oregon after completing her service as an officer in the Israel Defense Forces. She worked in the educational field for more than 30 years. Today, our guest wears many different hats, and yet she still finds the time to help others to feel inspired and live a life that's enjoyable, healthy, and positive. She's now an Oi to Joy relationship speaker, a certified positive intelligent coach, and a best-selling author of the book, Moments of the Heart for Relationship Everyone Should Have to Live Wholeheartedly. Help me welcome our next guest, Doris Horinston. Welcome, Doris. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. What a pleasure. Yeah. So, Doris, for anyone out there who doesn't know really who you are, can you let us know who you are and what do you do exactly? Oh, thank you. Yes, I am a positive intelligence coach. I got my certificate about a year ago. 45th globally, number 45 in the world, which is really exciting to me. I am also an author of a book, as you mentioned, and I come from the education world. And maybe even the most important part is that now I'm a grandma for my first granddaughter. And as we are recording this, I am in Philadelphia. Originally, I live in Portland, Oregon, which is in the northwest of the United States. And today I'm on the East Coast, and last night there was some flooding going on in the mm. nearby areas. So I am so glad to be well and not to be flooded and being here with you. <laughs> yes. So can you tell us a little bit more about what exactly is your book about? Because I'm curious, I, I didn't have the chance to read it yet, but what's your book about and what's the message behind it? Okay, so the book came out of a very dark time in my family life. My sister was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 38 years old. And I lived 10,000 miles away from her. She, lived in, she still lives in Israel. And I thought to myself, what can I do to uplift her spirit as she was going through chemotherapy and radiation and it was quite intense because it was advanced cancer. And so I started by posting messages on Facebook and video messages. I created a page called Lev Moments. Lev means heart. Mm. And I was driven by my heart to be positive in time when it was quite dark. And this videos became the impetus for my book. I took these videos, I wrote them down after a year of doing them. As a matter of fact, you can actually go right now to Facebook and find those videos still mm. under, under my name. And I thought to myself, it helped my sister. Mm -hmm. So maybe it can help other people mm. just by bringing positivity. Not that we, God forbid, have to be sick with cancer to, mm -hmm. to be uplifted, but sometimes we have challenges and we have difficulties and sometimes we need clarity and sometimes we need support. And this book provided that support to my sister and to me as I was writing it. Mm -hmm. And 
at the end of the videos, I noticed that there was a common thread between all the videos that I've created. They were all talking and discussing issues and relationships. And from that, I thought to myself, hmm, I wonder, I wonder what kind of relationships, how can I divide it all? And because I called initially to this whole venture, Lev moments, moments of the heart, I thought, okay, I'm just going to divide it to four, just like there are four chambers in the heart. Mm. So, yes, isn't that great? So then I thought, okay, what is the most important relationship that we have? Mm-hmm. And I very quickly came to this realization that the most important relationship that we have is, it, is with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We are the one that need to be good with us internally, our soul. We need to know our own purpose. We need to know our own strength. We need to champion our own selves in order to champion other people. Mm. So that became the first relationship. And then the second relationship was the relationship that we have with other people. May it be the person in the store buying something, the banker, the, 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 somebody in the gas station, a, a colleague, a student, a parent, a partner, a child, everybody. That's the second relationship. How can we relate to other people? How do we create this sense of community with mm-hmm. others, wherever they may be? Mm-hmm. And then the third level is the relationship with what I call the spirit. So for some people, it is God. For other people, it could be, they call it the source, the spirit, nature, uh, the universe. I've heard all sorts of names and titles, and they all are good. It's the relationship that we have with that which is outside of us. Mm -hmm. Because I honestly and wholeheartedly believe that there is something bigger than us in this mm-hmm. universe. So that's the third relationship. And then I really sat down and thought, what will be the, the fourth relationship to complete that heart, to really make it wholeheartedly, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought the, re- the fourth relationship must be our relationship to the events that happen to us in our lifetime. Mm. How do we react? How do we relate to things that happen, to sickness, to moving jobs, to divorce, to um, a child's happy occasions, birth, mm-hmm. or mitzvah in the Jewish sense, weddings, funerals, mm-hmm. How can we take that wave in our life? Because the events, I call the events, are the waves in our lives. Mm. And how do we swim with these waves? Mm. Are we sinking under the waves? Can we swing along the wave? How do we pick our head up above water and able to breathe? Mm-hmm. So that's the fourth relationship. And, and you can look at it as a, another metaphor that I use a lot in my talks is you can look at it as a ship. Mm-hmm. And that ship has four levels of that ship. The first one is the relationship with ourselves is the very bottom level of the ship. Mm-hmm. It's the where the engine is. Mm. And no one can see that but you. Just like nobody can see unless you go down the engine of a ship, 
you can't see the the bottom. Right? Mm. That's that's the first relationship. And by golly, isn't it so important to have that basic foundational relationship healthy and strong? Mm. Right? Absolutely. And then you go up level on the deck. And it's the relationship with other people. And you, maybe you can start seeing windows on the ship. It's not in the engine anymore. It's not in the belly of the ship anymore. You can see windows. Mm-hmm. And that's the relationship with other people. The third relationship is when you are actually a little bit on the um, deck. You know, mm-hmm. you can see you're on the deck. You're walking on the lower deck, but still outside. And you're seeing, wow, you're seeing the whole ocean in front of you. And you're saying, okay, there is something above. There's something bigger and greater. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth relationship is when you are on the very top of the ship. Mm-hmm. And you are able to see 360 degrees around yourselves, around the ship. So look around. And if you have this imagery of the ship is you, then you look down and you see the waves coming up against the ship. Mm-hmm. And you know that they're going to hit that, that the shape, you know, the, the base of the ship. They're going to hit the walls of the ship. But if the ship is strong, mm-hmm. it will sustain the waves, the small mm-hmm. waves and the not so small waves. Yeah. And so that's the imagery that many times when I speak on stages, when I go to conferences, I talk about mm-hmm. becoming unsinkable, even if you can't swim. Mm, I love it. <laughs> that's beautiful. Thank, Thank you for you. sharing that. Yeah, I love you. that analogy because it's really, uh, for those who are very like Im- imaginative, uh, you can mm-hmm. see the picture with something that's relatable. And yes. that in that sense, you kind of need to sharpen your saw or like kind of be prepared for all of it. But I love the connection because you can't have a boat without the foundation and you mm-hmm. can't, you know, all the layers are important in that sense. So I love that. Exactly. So, yes. So in the book, I divide it to the chambers. So it's really mm-hmm. funny because the book doesn't have chapter. It has chambers and mm-hmm. every chamber has that one relationship. And then within the chamber, I have all different entries, 15 to 20 entries within each chamber. Mm-hmm. And every entry has a reflective thought for the reader to engage them thinking about this particular concept. So if I talk about kindness, then I pose questions about kindness. If it's questions about leadership, if it's an example about leadership, then I pose questions about leadership to the reader so they can reflect in their own life and actually grow out of it. Mm-hmm. One person who has given me a testimonial in the book way long ago when it came out, which is in 2019, it was it's not that long ago, but it feels that long. Uh, he said it's a really like a roadmap. It's mm-hmm. a roadmap. So if we take this book and uh, my book and we actually do the the practice and we do the questions and we fill out our journals with answers to the questions, Mm -hmm. we will have the roadmap of a life that is full of purpose and priority and pleasure and all these good things in life. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's a roadmap. I love it. Doris, can you tell us a little bit more about how you became a positive intelligent coach and what really led you to move from your past career in the education to become a, I guess, full-time coach? Well, remember I just talked to you about the fourth relationship is the relationship with the events that happen to us in our lives? Yes. Well, 
COVID-19 happened. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Did it? Where was I? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so I was just about, um, I left my job before COVID hit uh, in, in 2018, in the summer of 2018. And the reason I left was because I wanted to go on stages conferences, seminars, summit, and talk about the lessons that I have gleaned through my life of edu in education, but also with my book, which had a lot of positivity in the book. Mm -hmm. And so I left and then COVID happened, you know, a year later or so, a, a little over a year later, and all conferences and summits and onstage appearances ceased at that moment. And I thought, okay, I... I have two options. One option is to sit in my house and cry mm -hmm. and, and, and try to find a job or maybe want me back in the education world where I was. And the other option was, Doris, connect with your purpose. Connect mm -hmm. with relationship number three, with the spirit, with God, with whatever is outside, with the universe, with the force. And trust that things will be okay. And in many of my talks, I talk about positivity and trust. So I was led by my trust. And mm -hmm. I, my friend, so it happened, was called me literally in like February of 2020 and said, hey, Doris, I've heard about this positive intelligence. Do you want to join me? And we can do a, a thing together, the course together. And I said, you know what? Why not? I have the time. I can do this. So that was the beginning of this incredible journey mm -hmm. into positive intelligence. Once I was in it and did the what we call the flagship program, which is a seven-week program, mm -hmm. I was smitten. And I thought to myself, Doris, this is in line with your mindset. You talk in your book about positivity. You talk in your book about trust. Positive intelligence, major promise, the foundation of positive intelligence is how can we look at challenges in our lives as an opportunity and perhaps even a gift for greater growth? Mm -hmm. And I thought, sign me up. Mm -hmm. And that was the beginning of my journey. And now I go into companies, individuals, management teams. And I bring the course, and not only the course, but because the course is a seven week, but the, the, and that teaches you really the foundation, the self command, the operating system of positive intelligence. Mm -hmm. Then the real benefit starts when you learn the applications and mm. you start applying them into your own personal life. And then you see the shift. Not only in your own life, but in the life of the people that you surround yourself with. They will tell you, oh, Doris, which by the way, people have told me, oh, Doris, you seem to be so much more relaxed and less intense. Mm -hmm. Because for those who know me, I could be intense at some points in my life. And I have been. I am one of my uh, saboteurs. So we have this whole world of saboteur and sages. And there are 10 saboteurs in positive intelligence, which, which makes it easy to remember. Because mm -hmm. if you do a lot of other um, personality assessment and all sorts of stuff like the DISC or others or Enneagrams, you get 
a lot, 20, 30 things that you have to narrow down. Mm-hmm. What I love about positive intelligence is that there are only 10. That's mm-hmm. it. And one of the 10 is everybody's got it. It is called the universal saboteur. We all have it. You know what that is? No, what is it? Judge. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? We, <laughs> we all judge. We are a judging little machines. Mm-hmm. We, we judge ourselves. Absolutely. We judge sometimes others, right? Mm-hmm. Like I remember judging myself, like if I didn't do well on a particular project or I didn't execute as well, I was mm-hmm. so hard on myself. And I said, oh my God, Doris, you are such an idiot. How did you not do that? How mm-hmm. did you, how did you let yourself, you know, fail? How mm-hmm. did you do that? That was the first. And sometimes it's the judging others. It's because of them that we were not as successful. It's because of them that these things happened to me. Right? It's the blame piece. It's mm-hmm. judging them. And then the third level of judge is judging the circumstances. If it wasn't for COVID-19, I would be so much better now. Right? <laughs> we all, if, if I didn't get divorced, I would be so much better. If my child didn't live far away, I would be blah, blah, blah. If my boss was just a little bit more this, all sorts of situational. So, so that is a very big saboteur. And when we learn that sometimes that judge is leading us, not sometimes, all the time, the judge is leading us in the wrong path and it fills our brain with lies. Mm-hmm. With lies that, that are not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Um, our, you know, it, it, it's a, it makes a huge impact on our beings. So that's the first thing. But then there's nine other saboteurs and there is an assessment. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a free assessment. Everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Everybody can take it. Uh, open and available for everybody. It is on my website, dorishorenstein.com. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But you, once you do this um, assessment, you find out which of the other nine you're higher than others. So, for mm-hmm. example, there is a controller, some, the controller saboteur. There is the hyperachiever saboteur. There is the pleaser saboteur. There is the victim saboteur, and so on and so on and so on. Like mm-hmm. nine of them, and I can tell you, I ranked high on the hyperachiever and mm-hmm. the controller, and I had to work on myself to lower that control and to allow other people to to be as engaged in the process. And I always thought of myself as a leader that raised leaders. And Mm -hmm. I had to really reflect on some of the things that I have been doing as in my profession, but also Mm -hmm. in my work life, in my, in my personal life balance. It's like about my children with regard to my husband, how was I being the best partner that I could be? Mm -hmm. And once you do that, you really can't let that go because you can see the benefit. It trickles into every part of our lives. And that is, I think, a beautiful thing. So, yeah. so that's, that's why I just love how the intersection of positive intelligence and Doris Horenstein is, mm-hmm. is in a most beautiful and meaningful place. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. It, it demonstrates a lot of your passion and commitment to this uh, wonderful program and how you are sharing that message as well with others. And you mentioned something key, which I want to kind of go back to, is that we have those things that you call saboteurs, which are kind of like 
in other cases, I've heard other people say like gremlins or that inner voice or that kind of contradictory, um, kind of like that default setting that we, I guess, unintentionally go to without really thinking about it. It's like our default setting, right? Yes. Because it's not like you sit there and you think to yourself, I'm going to start judging others or judge mm-hmm. myself. It just it, The voice inside is right there. It's talking to you like you're not good enough. You're not going to you know, not strong enough, you can't do this or whatever. So how would you describe, because you said you need to shift and really mm-hmm. focus and work on that. So what are like a tip or a tool or something that you're using to consciously shift that voice inside and get away from like shut down the saboteur and move towards what is that is positive? Beautiful question. Beautiful question. And you are right. When you said, how can we shift? The first place of start, a starting place, is the awareness. Mm -hmm. Are we aware that we have been hijacked by our saboteurs, by our, as you pointed at, the inner voice, the gremlin, the default setting? Mm -hmm. Our brain, it's really interesting, but our brain will easy, easy, it will go easier to the negative part Mm -hmm. rather than the positive part. Mm-hmm. That's the way us human beings, our brain has been programmed is to watch out for danger. Mm-hmm. So when we do positive intelligence, and I'll share with you in a second our, our, our tips, we actually create new neural pathways in our brain because where all our saboteurs live is on the left side of our brain. Mm-hmm. And what we want to do is stop that neural pathway connection and create new neural pathways that lead to the right side of our brain where our sage lives. And we have five sage powers, explore, navigate, um, uh, activate, and so on. So how do we create that physical neural pathways? And it is, by the way, possible if you are 15 years old, or if you are 90 years old, you can mm-hmm. still create neural pathways at any given time in your life. So sometimes mm-hmm. I have clients who say, you know, I'm 60. That's the way I am. Mm-hmm. You know, take I don't know if you've heard it, but I've heard it. You know, mm-hmm. take it or leave it. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A beautiful limiting belief or label exactly. that I like to play by. <laughs> exactly. So the first step is awareness. Do mm-hmm. Are you aware that you are having a negative feelings. Mm-hmm. Every time, according to positive intelligence, every time when we have a negative feeling mm-hmm. of, of maybe anger or blame or hurt feelings or, or, or um, if you're feeling insulted or if you're feeling um, anything you know critical of yourself, then you know that you are being right now hijacked. Mm-hmm. And the first step to do is what we call self-command. And the mm-hmm. self-command says, stop. Mm-hmm. How long do we want to have our hand on the hot stove? And mm-hmm. imagine that the hot stove is this negative feelings. It will mm-hmm. burn us. The more, the longer we are engaging in this negative, perpetuating these negative feelings within ourselves, the, the worse we feel. So mm-hmm. the first thing is aware, pause, stop, whatever it is we're stopping. And then we do PQ, which is positive intelligence quotient. It is a a shortage of it. So we call it PQ. And what it is, it's connecting to the physicality of your being. Hmm. 
when you do that by starting to breathe, but thinking of the breathing, not just breathing out of no, no thinking, but actually thinking mm-hmm. of the breathing mm-hmm. and focusing on the air coming through your nose mm-hmm. and out your nose. And then when it comes out of your nose, realize the heat, how, you know, the temperature of the air going in and the temperature of the air going out. Mm-hmm. Rubbing your hands together, your fingers together, so you can feel the ridges of your fingers. And if it was a video, I would have show, I would show you right now what it is. Mm-hmm. But you rub your fingers so, and you're closing your eyes and you feel the ridges of your fingers. Mm-hmm. And, when, and you focus on that. Why? Because it puts you in the present moment. And in positive intelligence, we say, if you do that throughout the day, but a total of 15 minutes a day, which is, by the way, 2 to 3% of your awake time. Mm-hmm. If we do that four minutes in the morning, four minutes throughout the day, you interject it. Every time your brain gets used to the interruption and therefore mm-hmm. your neural pathways are created and established in a much stronger way. So the whole idea of positive intelligence is to stop and pause in the moment. Now, some people say, oh, there is, it's like meditation. And my answer is, yes, in a sense, there is a meditative element to it. Mm -hmm. And pick you, you can do in the middle of your work. Let's Mm -hmm. say you're in in your office, you can't, and you're getting, something is upsetting you. You can't. Mm -hmm take your little mat, mat, mat and go on the side and do mm-hmm. a namaste for a second mm-hmm. when you're in the office, right? You can't. So there are pick you tools that you can do while you are sitting at your desk. Mm-hmm. You're filling your computer. You're focusing on, on a person who, who is talking to you and, in, you know, and focus on their eyelids and their, and, and their skin and, and their shirt or whatever it is that you're focusing on right there putting everything aside and you feel your blood pressure is better. And people who have done that notice that their wellness is better. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah, so when we work on mentally to be mentally fit, we call positive intelligence, mental fitness program. Mm. The more we building those mental muscles. Yes. yes. Love yes. That. The more you do it with the mental muscles, the better you are able to handle heavier weights right just like when you go to the gym i don't know about you but when if i go to the gym and i haven't lifted that let's say 75 pounds of dumbbells i'm going to start with 10 mm-hmm. like i'm not going to go and say yeah 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 doris can lift the 75 pounds no problem mm-hmm. i'm going to start i'm going to start easy on me so mm-hmm. i'm going to do 10 same thing with our mental fitness we mm-hmm. start small and slowly slowly we grow and grow and grow and make it big and yeah. that's what positive intelligence offers because we get an app. Mm-hmm. In, so the app is monitoring our progress. Mm. And, and me as a coach, I can see your progress as attendee. And mm-hmm. if I see that you fell off the wagon, I send you a quick message and I said, Hey, Kayla, how can I be helpful to you? Do you need any more support? Have you mm-hmm. done your PQ for today? And, and it, it sometimes, just that reminder brings people back. Yeah, because it's not something that is like habitual, right? It's not something that we do like out of habit. So building new habits 
requires consistency and requires you to be kind of like you know on the ball with things and as you said life gets busy and sometimes we're not like thinking about it but like as you say that's why it's good to have a coach to remind us and keep us on the right track on the right path to build those new habits love it i love it thank you so much for sharing that um doris as we come to an end what's one piece of advice or piece of wisdom that you could leave our listeners with to live their most authentic life i will say that positivity is everyone's potential and to live an authentic life, a life that is true to yourself and enjoyable at the same time, go with the concept of being positive human beings. Look at the glass, always half full and not mm. half empty. Look at the opportunities, even when challenges come your way. So, The phrase that just came to me right now is positivity is your potential. It's everyone's potential. Mm, Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. Doris, if people want to stay in touch with you and keep uh, living wholeheartedly and learning more about your books and what you're up to next, where can they find you at? Oh, thank you. They can find me at dorishornstein.com. There's going to be a pop-up to get my email list to be on the list. Through that, many times, I put offerings for pods of positive intelligence that I start. If you would like to communicate with me so I can bring positive intelligence to your neck of the woods, into your company, your team, uh, an organization, a board retreat, anything like that, Send me an email, Doris at dorishornstein.com. That will I will get that, and I will be happy to respond as fast as I can. And uh, through my website, you can sign up to any of my uh, courses that I offer. And you can even buy my book on Amazon or on my site, either way. Uh, and LinkedIn, connect me, with me. Totally. LinkedIn is my, is my jam. <laughs> so connect with me there. Great. I'll make sure to put the links in the description below so that listeners can connect with you directly. And again, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was a great pleasure having you on. Thank you. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and family. Also, Head on over to our website, EmbraceYourLifePodcast.com to learn more about how you can live your most authentic life. Thank you for listening, and until next time, remember to embrace your life.